Good morning, Oregon. It's Thursday, March 25th. This is Elliot News with your news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. FBI agents on Tuesday arrested two Oregon brothers who are accused of breaching the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. 24-year-old Matthew Leland Klein and 21-year-old Jonathan Peter Allen Klein are the first Oregon residents to be charged in the Capitol riot. They were each caught on video storming the U.S. Capitol, according to federal authorities. Both men also attended a Proud Boys rally in Portland's Delta Park on September 26th and a demonstration outside Oregon's state capitol in Salem on September 7th, according to court documents. Matthew Klein was arrested leaving the Portland rally. He was cited on misdemeanor charges accusing him of two counts of unlawful possession of a loaded firearm in public and one count of unlawful possession of firearms. Those charges remained pending at the time of the U.S. Capitol incursion. More than 300 people have been charged in connection with the Capitol riot. Authorities say they believe at least 100 more could face charges. Oregon accidentally approved COVID-19 vaccines for 11,000 people who won't be eligible until April 19th. State officials run the online registration for the mass vaccination site at the Oregon Convention Center, but an error Wednesday resulted in thousands being notified they're eligible for doses, even though they shouldn't be until about a month from now. Administrators of the Oregon Convention Center Clinic said they will honor appointments made by any of the 11,000 ineligible people, according to the Oregon Health Authority. Also Wednesday, Oregon marked 1 million residents who have received at least one dose of a coronavirus vaccine. A state audit found that the two Oregon agencies responsible for responding to the pandemic wasted valuable time in the first few months after Oregon's first case of COVID-19 as they tried to figure out how to work together. That likely contributed to some coronavirus deaths in senior care homes early in the pandemic. The Oregon Secretary of State Audits Division found that more than 90 people died in outbreaks that began while the Oregon Health Authority and the Department of Human Services were building up a new bureaucracy virtually from the ground up. About half of all COVID-19 deaths in Oregon were long-term care residents, the auditor said, compared to just over a third nationally. As of this month, more than 1,200 people living in congregate care have died from the coronavirus. U.S. Department of Justice lawyers have asked the Portland police to produce a plan on how they will properly report, analyze, and investigate officers' use of force, but the city has refused. The city contends that such a correction plan isn't required under its 2014 court-approved settlement agreement on police reforms with the Justice Department. Weeks of behind-the-scenes wrangling among federal lawyers, police administrators, and city attorneys over the issue boiled over in a public meeting Tuesday night, as Justice Department attorneys accused the city of failing to be transparent with the federal government. The stalemate could prompt the Justice Department to issue a formal notice of noncompliance to the city, a step not taken in the seven years since U.S. District Judge Michael H. Simon approved the agreement. It could bring both sides back before the federal judge. The Oregon Ducks advanced to their fourth consecutive Sweet 16 in the women's NCAA tournament on Wednesday. Number six seed Oregon defeated number three seed Georgia 57 to 50 in the second round of the tournament in San Antonio. They will play number two seed Louisville on Sunday. The Oregon State Beavers women's basketball season ended Tuesday night with a 59-42 loss to South Carolina in the second round of the NCAA tournament. Thanks for listening. Find more news at OregonLive.com and learn how you can support our journalism at OregonLive.com slash pod support.